I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, you want to do this? Oh, we're recording. Are we recording? Yep. Yeah, okay. Oh, is that camera on? Oh, is that on? I, I didn't know. I Why don't I? Hold on. Let me put my personality on really quick. Here, Jack, be clever. Jack, be quick. Oh. Uh, sh- Here, Jack. Hold on. Let me put this down. Jack, jump. Jump over that candlestick. <laughs> jump, jump. <laughs> hey, so does anybody have anything like super exciting to mention? I think you yeah, do. What? You. What is it? I do. <laughs> guess who Guess who started following me on Instagram? Stella from Santa S- Summit. Stella, everyone's favorite. I was very partial to Ava actually, but Stella's the best. I loved Stella. That's so exciting. Stella was your favorite right out the gate. She was my favorite the whole time. Yeah. Who asked you? (laughs) Well, that's great. Sorry, who is speaking to you? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That was what she said. So that was a that was a movie about good friendship, but that's not what we have this week. Let's get a theme song. Every time. It's Welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. And I'm Jack. That's right. Yep. And we're doing things a little bit differently today because uh, we do not all live in the same city. As much as we just try and try to force Beth to live in Los Angeles, she insists on living in beautiful Palm Springs. So yeah. she is she is joining us on a on a computer from from space. That's right, a computer from space. And we're joining her also from a computer in space. <laughs> so I, I hope, hope you guys don't like collide. space. Yeah. So uh, I think you're we, on the wrong movie, movie there, Jack. That is the wrong movie. That's <laughs> true. I can't, yeah. go, I can't go anymore after the accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh so you want to see my first note on this? Well... 
I mean, on what? I guess yeah. We don't even know what movie we're we talking about yet. We didn't even decide yet. which of the two. We movies. hadn't even discussed oh, which of the ones we're doing first. It would it would be appropriate no matter what because it changes. But go ahead, Jack, do your thing. No, let's hear what's the note movie? before. What's okay. what's the note that applies to both? My optimistic little note was so excited about this. I've missed some of the crazy fanciful ones. Oh. Oh dear. Well. Okay. Well. This, the movie we're going to be talking about today is Everything Christmas, uh, which is, I don't think it's an appropriately named movie, precisely. Well, so before we, this one, we, we did a fun little experiment because I, this is somehow, uh, I, the trailers for this escaped me. So Beth and I did a game where we, she asked me what I thought it was about. <laughs> do you have the description? Yes, I do. Paige wrote, she owns a bagel shop. He owns a donut shop. Everyone thinks they're going to win Christmas flavor competition in the town of Pineville because why wouldn't donuts win? But actually, Savory and Sweet managed to come together for something that sounds absolutely fucking vile. <laughs> and yeah. so then we asked Jack, and, and he didn't know, so he said, I guarantee it's about bagel. <laughs> yeah. So you guys guessed Which, wrong. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because yeah. it's not better than that. I, I would be much more interested in my own. Oh, absolutely. I'm it not saying ab- it's it sad that you're two. wrong. I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with everything. No. So what is it about, Jack? Lori Joe's love for Christmas takes her on a road trip to Yuletide Springs with her roommate, Tori, where Christmas is celebrated year-round. Oh, we're going to come back to mm-hmm. that. To participate in a long-standing town tradition to honor her late grandmother. Not surprised. <laughs> Along the way, the friends meet Carl and Jason and the foursome. Make stops during their journey to enjoy more small-town Christmas attractions. But when a series of events puts a damper on their plans, a little Christmas magic may put this trip back on the right path. Starring Catherine Barrel, Cindy Busby, Corey Sevier, and Matt Wells. Look, okay, so when the movie was, when the movie, when the, when, when Never Been Chris was good last week, I was like, oh no, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? This, and then it turned this out movie. to be- and then it turned out to be great, and I liked doing the podcast when we liked the movie. It was still fun to talk about it. And then when the Santa Summit came around, I was like, oh, no, what do we do when we fucking love the movie? And it was like, oh, no, this is even better. And I was like, what happens if these movies just are great? Hey, no worries. Not ha- Everything not- Christmas is here to save the day and keep us on the crazy train. This movie sucked. <laughs> we're not going to have to find out. Anytime soon. I guess I was like, oh, look, they're doing so well with friendship movies. Another one about two girlfriends. This is going to be yep. great. Yep. I tried but, so hard um, for so long. All of my notes were so perky at first. Excited about this. Actress is adorable, but the only thing worse than somebody in the office just sitting there singing Jingle Bells would be the 12 oh Days of Christmas. She, but I yeah. do immediately, I said, like her unselfconscious spirit. Yeah. Well, so the <laughs> movie, as lasted. with Mo, as with all of these movies... I would love to be able to just start with the first scene, but I can't because I have to start with the bad font. Well, actually, yeah. you have uh-huh. to start with what you would, what you would call. This oh yes, movie. Okay, Beth, what would you call it? Because this one needs a rename more than any of the ones we've done before. Yeah. Um, I think to capture the spirit that I felt when this was over, <laughs> I think we could just go ahead and rename it Old Yeller. <laughs> A romp, then. A romp. Yes. Yep. What would you, Shane. What would you, call, what would you call it, Paige? <laughs> Nothing Christmas. Brian's song. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go on. 
I would call it nothing Christmas. Mm-hmm. That sounds appropriate. Yeah. Or, I broke my ornament. I broke my ornament. <laughs> I broke my ornament. Well, it's about time that it was the female lead that acted like a big fucking child. Yeah, she was a big baby. <laughs> Look, I know. I, I, I would be sad, too. And as I was laughing and rewatching it five times as Richie was coming into the room, I kept saying, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Too little funny though. But it's funny. <laughs> it sounds a little funny. I recorded it on my phone. Uh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I can tell by the thumb on your notes over that you have over there, Jack. You want to move us along? You may. I always do. <laughs> um, I do. I would like. Okay. So, she works at I don't know a business company, and at the business company, um, <laughs> business company. Uh, at the business company, she is the one person who's sitting in the middle of the collection of cubicles who has decorated way over decorated for christmas and yes as you mentioned she's unselfconsciously humming or singing singing in out her, loud in her full voice jingle bells <laughs> to herself uh yeah. and man bun comes up she may as well she may as well have been we may have we may as well have come upon her rocking back and forth <laughs> clutching the ornament it's true yes for the first day of christmas so mr manager bun comes a in. manager bun he he comes in yeah one statement earring away from a glass <laughs> of pet nat <laughs> he, he comes in and he says you're gonna work over the holidays and she says can't you see that i like the holidays and he says well do you like having a job and she gets all mad and then he walks away and she just puts a post-it note on her computer that says i quit that's not all she all does stuff. then she <laughs> Then she turns off a magical light switch, which apparently makes the entire office lose power. So <laughs> I read that as her, you know, like blowing a fuse because she plugged in too many Christmas but lights. But she just had knew she had that power all along? I, I guess. I don't. How was... did she test that? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, she well, found she... out the hard way, like we all do when we blow dry our hair and somebody turns on the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> so she had a she had a trip planned. Um and uh, it meant a lot to her, according to her nameless coworker, who is you know, also her nameless best friend. Yeah, well, they were I going tell... to Ohio, so who <laughs> wouldn't want to miss that? I could tell from very early on in my notes that I went into this with optimism because, like, in the beginning, I started with 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 note lists that went. I feel like it's the A, B, and C, and then by the end, it's all in caps and like long paragraphs. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah. So they go they go home. They're like these people who work together are friends. They're like millennials. It's it's like a cutish apartment, but it's also very like, you know, it's like a new build apartment that they're just making cute. And like I what I felt was that it was very millennial to like be 30 and have a roommate. I also mm. felt it was very millennial to have ice cream for dinner. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very millennial for one of them to be like the sensible one who's like, are you not going to are you not worried about paying rent? Because I don't have an I don't have a savings account. <laughs> All of these yeah. felt like very millennial things. And then the other thing that felt very millennial was the one of them having fully embraced her inner child and having done whatever therapy work she needed to get there to be walking around in a full ass Christmas onesie <laughs> and being like, yep, this is me and I'm allowed to be this and do- I'm decorated for Christmas already. <laughs> do you have a Christmas onesie yet, Paige? I do. But it's, <laughs> it's, the one, it. it's the one that you know I have. It's that red and black flannel like buffalo check one that I wear. And somehow I've managed to make slutty, you mm. know, the one that I wear with like a bra. It's and then your I, gift. 
It is. But <laughs> then I always end up tying it around my waist and trampling yeah. around the you know well yeah, so we I find sure out th- that the trip that she's that she has planned is uh I- in honor of her grandmother who died she, she made died. it was her dying wish i guess or i don't know she promised to a hospice patient that she was going to go to the town <laughs> that celebrates christmas year round and i will go I, to ohio i will I, do it Whose dying wish isn't to go to Ohio? I'm going to begin now with the slow unraveling of what's left of my sanity (laughs) by saying that it was, oh, I can't believe it took this long for Hallmark to do a town that celebrates Christmas year round. Oh, no, it's Christmas land. They've done it before. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm sure well, they've done it before, but still. Well, it, it is very, very, very much wasted on this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot uh, of, there are a lot of moments that are going to make me feel that way. So anyway, uh, her roommate is the well, one Well, for who... one thing, they spend five minutes in the town that celebrates Christmas year round, but go on. Uh, it's uh, her roommate. It's her well, I ro- think that's what you're getting at, yes, right? Is yes, that the that whole it fucking no... movie, it was like, oh, cool. This is this is going to be a movie that's like, oh, it's ex- yeah, it's exciting to get to this. The premise of this movie is like, oh, OK, this will be a silly movie about like two people whose thing it isn't. I thought yeah. that this movie. OK, once I kind of understood what the movie was going to be about, once I knew it wasn't about bagels and a donut thing, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be about these two girls who were like trying to get somewhere for Christmas. Maybe even if I, well, we can get to what I might have done later, but like, yeah, maybe even just trying to get to an airport. This airport can't take them. They have to get to this other one. They're just trying to get to Mexico or something. They end up stuck in Yuletide Springs. They are like normal, insane. And then they're stuck in this place. And it's like everyone's obsessed with Christmas. Yeah. And then they end up having festive time. So, well, yeah, like that. Um, Stay tuned then. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> well, kind um, of. Well, yeah. kind of. So uh, her roommate is the one who expositions, spit, or expositions, if you will, that <laughs> onto onto the audience um, and says, yeah, there, it's a town that celebrates Christmas year round, which is weird, but fine. And um, then she, the lead, what's her name? It's LJ. Laurie Joe. LJ is short for Laurie Joe, which it stops being short for... Uh, Lori Joe, when you say LJ Sharp for Lori Joe every time you say it. (laughs) (laughs) She uh, convinces her roommate to come with her by telling her that she should work remotely, which makes one wonder why she couldn't work remotely instead of quitting with a post-it note, but (laughs) whatever. She could have quit remotely. Yeah, and she could have been in her onesie doing work from home the whole time. Yeah, but no, so she she convinces her to, and uh, they get in the car, and only then does she does her roommate find out that she's planning to get there on the 23rd, which isn't a, isn't a lot of room for error. And as somebody who's driven across the country like eight or nine times, you don't really need a lot of room for error. Usually not that much goes wrong, but I guess in the Hallmark universe, everything's Everything got to go wrong. wrong. So, and you, car dies. And yeah, you hit, a, you hit a deer in Knoxville. I did. And, and I really wrecked the late. truck, and you and, were even a day late. I'm, you and, had no air conditioning in August through no uh, I was just Texas drive, and Southern California. Driving but, through the desert of Arizona with a wolf in the back with seat. a wolf in the back seat playing Literally. Christmas music on blast with the windows down, just trying to think cold thoughts. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll explain that on Patreon sometime. Maybe sometime. So one thing the that wolf I say is be- fine. Can we say that the wolf is the wolf, fine? Yeah, the wolf is okay. The wolf oh, the got to the great. sanctuary. The deer, on the other hand. <laughs> so. <laughs> One thing before their car breaks down, uh, the other girl. What's LJ's? Not LJ's Tori. name. Tori. Tori. I like her. Right, Victoria. Victoria with a K. Victoria with a K. Mm. So Victoria with a K gets called by her boss Randy, and then 
she's like trying to like act cool like she she's like oh yeah i think i might have food poisoning and then inconsiderate oh, yeah. clueless lj is like talking she's sitting there driving and then tori is like oh is it the gadba account it's not the hennessy account and then clueless lj is like is this my exit? At full volume. At full yeah. voice. <laughs> like, no, 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 you bad friend. Like, <laughs> you you know better. Everyone knows better. Yeah, so the, the then the car dies, even though it looks like it was born yesterday. And, I cannot believe we have another car breaking and, down. I, I cannot believe it. I couldn't believe it. I can't believe I mean, <laughs> I can't believe it. And guess who comes to the rescue the first time? Because there are two times. Yeah. That this has to happen, but who this, comes to okay, the rescue? Okay, let me just say something from the outset here. I don't want to say anything mean about anybody. I don't want to uh -oh. say anything mean about any of these actors. I don't want to say. Oh, don't pull up. Don't pull him up. Look at his smiling face. I don't want to say anything <laughs> mean about him. Um, but he reminds me a lot of Dean from Gilmore Girls. And what I will say is, I fucking hate Dean. I fucking hate Dean. I fucking hate Dean. And that's who he reminds me of. That's yeah. all I'll say. You've just explained some things to me. Yes. That I didn't realize about the way I was feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So So that's who pulls up. That's who pulls up. He's a tow truck driver. Um, Another serial killer vibe guy. Yeah, a little bit. It just changed the score of this movie, and it, it was, like, creepy. Oh, in many, <laughs> many respects. There were a throughout. lot of shots where he's, like, backing her into corners. Anyway, he shows up with a car that has a festive horn. Yeah, that's true. Oh, it had uh, an antlers and a nose. Which that was is important. how they knew they were going to fall in love, because they're exactly. also both wearing Christmas sweaters, and they both seem stunned to have found someone else who also celebrates Christmas in America, yep. which <laughs> is um, not enough common ground in a relationship. For me, that's fine for them. So it turns out that the belt's fried, uh, and uh, he introduces himself. His name is Zach with a CK. Lori Joe, LJ, which is short for Lori Joe, <laughs> and Victoria with a K because everybody has a thing about their yeah. names. Um, and he the says, "Blonde well, falls in love with him right away." She sure does, and and she shows that by not being able to get the hell out of his way while he tries to approach the hood of the car. Yeah. Um, and uh, then he says, "Well, I, I don't have the belt on me, so I'm gonna have to go grab it. But uh, I just have to drive these people who I'm towing." into town and i'll be right back in 15 minutes 45 minutes later he still hasn't gotten there and who shows up in the meantime who shows oh, oh man oh, that's a clue a yes it is and then he this man with i don't know how to describe his haircut it's it's he in need of one well he should sort of this okay so say, literally sort of. chris kringle shows up yeah, his he name is Chris yeah. Kringle. Chris Kringle shows up. To describe this Chris Kringle, I can only say he looks like he's about to tattoo an AK-47 on someone's bicep. But the, he <laughs> shows up. And, yeah, when when I learned that he was actually named Chris Kringle, I was like, oh, they're really just doing this. They're Couldn't just saying it. it. And, like, there was some awareness. Like, Tori's character was like, oh, okay. Oh, so, okay. Not a lot, though. Not enough. Not enough. Not like a, what the fuck is going on here? And then, by, you know, the scene went on and on and on. And then he, like, fixed their car. Because he had in his sack, in the back of his red Ford 40s truck, he had the exact belt that they For, needed. like, their Subaru or whatever. Yeah. And then he leaves. And then the other guy comes back. And then I was just thinking, my God, what? my God, my God, we've been on the side of the road for so long, for so, so long. No, As weren't they already on their way? Didn't Chris fix the car? Yes. As they could have if they had pantyhose. But and <laughs> yes, but then they still... 
waited for some reason and then the other guy came back it was the long and draining because, road yeah. it was the, <laughs> they were there still well, that and was i don't polite, know though because well because he said i'll be back and he didn't come back as fast as he said he was going to but it would have been rude for them to just disappear well, if he was like no, searching comes, out the belt he comes back he's a car person if he, mm. if he didn't come back and he didn't come back and then our car was fixed i would just be like he'll just come back and we won't be here. i mean yeah also they he yeah. actually I don't he, have my whole life to wait for a mechanic who made me it's wait not, for and two it's not hours. like they discussed that anyway but they they they're actually just standing sort of listlessly outside the car uh for about like 25 seconds not back. talking about anything <laughs> and that's when he comes and we know he's on his way because we hear um yeah I don't know jingle bells or something on the vanity horn and yeah. uh the vanity horn he pulls he pulls over and um get, and gets out and they're like oh yeah yeah this guy came and helped and he's and he's like that's weird i don't remember passing I didn't anyone. See anyone and then she lies and pretends she doesn't know his whole name um she's like yeah i don't want to his talk name about was chris anything. um i he didn't tell us his last name but just know you'd just be like he said his name was chris kringle yeah, you'd be is like, that well, like a no, thing weird. about someone in he your town he looked like santa and he called himself chris kringle it was exactly crazy. that's the guy who saved us weird anyway it's really weird <laughs> really weird um so uh yeah, then he's uh he he says, "Well, why don't you go to a motel because it's about to be dark and you know that cars Ugh, don't work at you night." Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's so his vibe is so off. Yeah. I really wish that like Tori, one of the character quirks I would have given Tori is that she loves true crime and she's thinking this guy is a serial killer the entire time. That would have been so good cuz she was so already funny. halfway there. She was already just had had the exact resting bitch face you need for that and i say that fondly because oh. she's beautiful i yeah. love her but she was like i thought she was gonna bring the real and that would have been perfect that would have been perfect it been so easy it, i mean it's already mostly written in like you said you could recut yeah. a lot of hallmark movies into a lot of uh more interesting things yeah but um, she but she was she, all she needed to be was really suspicious because that guy was giving weird vibes off and then all she needed to be yeah it was very very weird so the two of them uh uh, Zach and not yeah Zach right Zach yeah Zach okay, here he's listed as Carl but he was called Zach no he was definitely named Zach yeah, not, that's so weird not Carl anyway this is why they're nameless yeah uh Zach and <laughs> Zach and LJ they wait they, I've got to just explain you're talking about the description right you're yeah, saying Jack, yes, has, Jack pulls them up I'm not usually they behind changed, yeah they changed the names of them too sometimes when you're looking to find out who an actor in one of these movies is and you look up them you know christmas express and it's yeah. not there probably is so you have to sometimes look by the um actor's name and you'll find it was under a completely different title which is mysterious and sometimes yeah. the actors just don't seem to be wanted to be credited there's a lot missing so don't want to be credited with it at all so anyway <laughs> carry on so zach and lj one of the things that they get along about in the first place is that they both know quotes that could easily be found on tj Maxx pillows and that's something that they share really often and that's one of the first things that happens here and i don't remember what any of them were except for not all who wonder are lost which is another and she's like, lord of the rings like reference. Lord of the rings. yeah that's yeah very lord of the rings heavy writing going around going around so over hallmark they decide to stay in that town and they're invited to a community christmas center party. fair well wait if i can just oh, say um it. no that's what they called it and at that point, I didn't realize that Cloverbend was where they were going, and it wasn't Yuletide Falls and blah, blah, blah. But I did make a note that I wish that they had just made this a Christmas in July selection. Mm. So it would be appropriately weird, you know, because yeah. the way they reacted when he said, do you want to come to the Christmas fair? 
and she's sitting there like practically with a glowing red nose on her own face (laughs) saying a christmas fair yeah that's a really good point it would have been much better if this was like not all so expected well it's a different and and we didn't need all the towns but we'll get to that it is a different town but i also i mean i i I have that written down here also that it's that the best time to go to yuletide springs would have to be any day but christmas and because every only place where you could be doing a road trip across the country to reach it by Christmas, and it wouldn't matter if you were late. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because every town that they drove, that was one of the things that struck me. I'm like, every town seems like it's Christmas every day there. I don't know. Because it's, t- it's Christmas. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, why not make this woman's, like, make her grandmother's birthday in July and be like, or, yeah. or whenever. It doesn't need to be July. Make her birthday the time you want to go and be like, I want to go celebrate my grandma. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at the community center, they notice that Santa's truck is outside, oh, God, and tr- and yeah, so they they walk in and he's being all Santa and and um be like if Jesus showed up for Easter, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie is well, surrealism. He did, Jack. Yeah, um, this, San- this movie is a surrealist piece. And Santa knows everyone, of course, and knows all their names, um, which they consider they say is because he's a magician later. But yeah, what? Yeah, he's either Santa a stalker or he's Santa. barker. Yeah, this. I didn't yeah. get that. Why is he there doing magic tricks and like know. everything but swindling kids out of their candy? I he don't says, My know. How you've grown of of Zach and he's doing card tricks. It's so icky. Yeah. It's so bizarre and I don't understand. It's... And like he's and then he starts giving out weird gifts to each of them that make no sense to them and it was really like the the gifts Dumbledore gave out like in his will. <laughs> like it was just yeah. like where it's just like I open at the close. And it's like, you'll know when to use the stamp. You'll know when to... It's like, it was exactly oh, that. He has foreknowledge. And it's also, I don't know, the whole thing is more... Or it could have been better Chris than Angel just than a Chris Kringle. stamp. <laughs> okay. We'll uh, get to all that. Yeah, so... so um, What, she's waiting in line. Uh, the, the Tori is waiting in line then after that for, um, I think, hot cider. I wrote hot chocolate here, but I think it was hot cider. This and is when I really started to worry we were never going to see Yuletide Springs. And I was like, oh, this is too. elf capades all over again. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> waiting behind her says he'll pay. And then she's like, okay, and walks away, which is actually an appropriate scene. reaction. Well, that's I Jason. missed that scene because then when it comes up later, yeah. I was like, what are they talking about? That that seemed, seemed insane later with no context. Yeah, that's how she first met uh, Jason. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then, well, well, yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, so Santa apparently saw that. Um and he I don't know but he wants he wants them to stay, um, and then he gives he says I have some things for you and he gives them gifts and yeah so he gives her a stamp, uh just one stamp, in and, a crystal box. Yeah, he gives a fortune cookie to Zach, and what's the other thing? Oh, he gives a coupon <laughs> to a store and he clearly has lint. ties to. It's like all he was doing was <laughs> digging out of his pocket. So here's a button. Yeah. But it's so weird because it's exactly what the stuff that Dumbledore willed to all the kids are just like, they're like, what am I going to do with this lighter? What am I going to do with this snitch that says I opened the closet? It's like, yeah, it was exactly the same thing. It was exactly as magical too, Paige. Thank you for bringing <laughs> that up. <laughs> so uh, they leave uh, in the morning and. Um, uh, and LJ was devastated that she yeah. didn't exchange numbers with Zach. As if she didn't know that he owned Zach's yeah. garage <laughs> in the town where he just, oh, well. Well, and Tori you know? was like, why didn't you get his number? And it's like, yeah. well, why didn't he get my number? 
And also, yeah, why didn't I get his number? And also, yeah, it's because he's in the middle of fucking Ohio, and I don't live here. There's yeah, there are a million. Thing. Yeah, there are a million reasons, but like everybody could, everybody had agency. Everybody could have tried. Nobody did. I guess they didn't want to. It's crazy. Yeah. And then they're driving off, and then they get pulled over by Santa, who's like, <laughs> "I get my, my car has a flat." Can I put all my empty Christmas boxes in the back of your car and become a whole ass <laughs> burden for you, even though you have a deadline? But this is when I decided that this was the hitchhiker from Twilight. Zone. Oh my god! Oh, I, know. I did too. I had that note too. Yeah. Which is just uh, as a very brief summary: it's a woman who's driving across the country and she keeps seeing this hitchhiker, and it seems like he's yep. moving faster than she is, even though she's driving as fast as she can. And it turns out at the end that she actually died early on in the car accident and is resisting death, and he is the angel of death. Such it's a, good episode. a great episode. It was originally a radio play, I think, by Orson Welles, if I remember correctly. So good. So really? it's it's um that's great. But that's what I kept feeling like this was because that is what's happening with Santa. And if he had turned out to be the angel of death, that would have been a blessing. But the he, Chris Angel of Death. The Chris Angel of Death. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot. Also earlier we said really weird. And I just want to that's explain true. that one of Jack's and my favorite things that ever happened in Twilight Zone was at the end of an episode of Twilight Zone. A bunch of policemen were at a weird crime scene after a bunch of stuff, uh, crazy, crazy Twilight, Twilight Zone, Zone stuff yeah. had happened. And then they just, at the end of the scene, at the end of the episode, just said, it's really weird. <laughs> and that, just... we just thought, why doesn't every, <laughs> every episode why Rod Serling Zone? and not that guy? Yeah. <laughs> really weird. <laughs> really weird. Yeah, you could, uh, you just imagine him over the, over the voiceover of the intro and just like, welcome to the really weird place where really weird stuff happens. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it's so May funny because you also did a perfect though. Rod Serling impression and you didn't take the opportunity. So, Well, I, that guy certainly didn't sound like I challenge really you weird. to uh, the next the next um, episode that we do, you should intro it as Rod Serling. Oh, God. Okay, guys. <laughs> I have looked this up just because the writers always deserve their due. The writer of The, Hitch yeah, the Hitchhiker, it was a radio play written by Lucille Fletcher. And yes, Jack presented... For the first time on November seventeenth, nineteen forty-one, on the Orson Welles show. I see. Almost. So you were you were pretty much right, but let's just make sure Lucille Fletcher gets her due. Indeed. This might be because that was a great story. This might be going out on November seventeenth. It might be the anniversary of the Hitchhiker. No, that'd be perfect. Probably be out earlier than the seventeenth. Yeah, no way to know. No way to know. We don't have any control over that. We do not. Okay, I do have another note here, though. Um. And it is, quote, wait, how do you know we're going to Yuletide Springs? She says when Chris gets in into the car. And I said, yeah. oh, she got that from Paige. <laughs> wait. Oh, I thought that too, you, actually. Yeah. yeah wait, how did you know that we're going to Yuletide Springs? Exactly. Uh, I see. I can't even I can't even imitate you. So nobody is pointing out during <laughs> this any of this that that is Santa Claus in the back seat yes. for sure nope. and it is really santa claus and it's not just like santa claus it is santa claus but well, nobody's even pointing point. out that it's like santa claus no but, but, they then, ought to but he's also right. so yeah. creepy because he's just sitting in the back in the middle unbuckled no seatbelt. it's true no cap and <laughs> then he, and he's just like i know a shortcut he i does. mean it, like if they mm. did listen to a true crime podcast as i do all the time this guy is trying to isolate these women. He's putting he's d putting divides between them. There's a lot going on. This is a point at which I really was just wishing he was just an old guy on acid. You know, which because that, they, that haircut told that story. That's what he's acting like. <laughs> no, I it's mean, true. You t you take the you take the Santa <laughs> outfit away, and it's like he's wearing a yeah. dead T-shirt under. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say that. 
Well, and there's something so weird about the fact that, like, when he did say, explain his name and he's just like, it's Chris Kringle. It's just for a little bit of fun. It's like there's something weirder about him. Like, if you say, yeah, it's my name and acts like there's nothing weird about it, that's actually less weird than being like, yeah, I'm just doing it for fun. It's hard. It's hard to know where it, it's all weird. It's all weird. I mean, he's just the only way to make him the least weird is to make him actually Santa Claus, the Mr. Claus, comma, Santa. And that's. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that he is though and which also makes it even stranger because if he is really santa claus which he is for sure by the end we know that why is he here doing this no he's not i yes, think at the is. end he's a crazy old retired he's, magician he's actually magic though. <laughs> he has real magic he did know who's that no but was. he's not because the, well but then but the thing is he's also just well we'll get to it but the thing is okay so they get to the next town where he's just there to donate things to his friend who's a pastor who he definitely has hooked up with. There's a vibe. Pastor Olivia, she looked, she, she had her gray hair pulled back just like Mrs. Claus. Yes. But this leads oh, to oh, nothing, oh. so don't get excited. It's just his But ex. at this point, they're all schlepping these big, huge empty, empty boxes, boxes yeah. into the church for, as I have in quotes, the children. And I was thinking <laughs> this feels like a really big burden, but if it's for the children... I don't know, but then the next thing you know, Santa, uh, Chris, Chris, uh, lures uh, LJ. I think it was only LJ to a diner, right? No, nope. he takes them both. He takes lunch. them both. And that's oh, what, and okay, that's because was... you can't drive on an empty stomach. And my note is, can't drive. I just night. spent can't three months night. in Poland. If I couldn't drive <laughs> on an empty stomach, I would still be there. <laughs> I forgot that my other name for this movie was Never Been Chris. because how many fucking chris's do we need on this channel anyway so when they were sitting down at the diner she like he was like saying the next place he needs to go and she's like well Mm -hmm. when you need to be there by and then her friend like kicks her under the table and i know neither of you guys have seen it which jack it pisses me off that you haven't beth you'd probably hate it but it's the plot of vicky christina barcelona basically which is just like where Scarlett Johansson just like really wants to keep hanging out with Javier Bardem and then her friend is just like trying to just like be like oh my god like can we not we don't even know this guy like it's exactly the same dynamic and it just it's so funny to me that it's like it's so similar but and they're also acting like this brunette is a workaholic but all she's trying to do is not get fired as she's doing something really (laughs) irresponsible exactly and trying to be a good friend even at the expense of her financial security i also want to point out that santa keeps uh saying spectacular like it's known to be santa's catchphrase (laughs) oh Oh, yeah ho 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 spectacular like harry ziggler like harry ziggler and moulin rouge (laughs) but remember he was also when they said where are you going next he started talking about his strained muscles and how he's gonna be hitchhiking oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna thumb it he says every bit of this is true crime podcast so far yeah it's a manipulator a manipulation i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You said about the job thing. Santa reaches out to take her phone out of her hands. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's my next note. Yeah. It's gross. There is a and then he issues some platitudes about being present and enjoy what's in oh, her. Which I but just am creepy. so sick of these men. Oh, oh, and then he makes her pinky swear. Yeah, I get know. that crook <sighs> of your pinky away from my crook. My <laughs> friend that I watched this with um, pointed pointed out that at that point it was a miracle that he didn't say uh, that to be here now is a gift. That's why it's called the present. It, yeah. And it was lucky that that didn't happen. Also, in the background, I noticed that there was a pamphlet that said, see the alien autopsy en route. And I wish that they What? <laughs> Which was interesting. That's even better than world's biggest ball of string. Mm. But so then he sends the brunette off. He's like, well, why don't you go send something to the person? No, no. He says, I have this note too. Yeah. First, he says to her, look behind you. And she turns and looks at this collection of like i guess the kindergarten project of gingerbread house making from a kit on a on on on, on a pulled you know cotton thing like you get at joanne's that's or when Michael's. i saw the alien pamphlet so i thought he might have meant that <laughs> oh all right <laughs> which i really but and it's there's this it's kind of not beautiful <laughs> but it reminds tori of her niece mm-hmm. with whom she makes gingerbread houses yeah, like which actually bad idea to do that with a kid <laughs> don't don't do it it'll you're you're gonna start cussing and crying and it doesn't work those kits they look so cute they look so easy skip them i know they're 13 dollars at costco don't do it unless Go you're on. a charming contractor oh <sighs> don't bring up the yeah. santa summit don't sully the santa so, summit so she but grabs no, the postcard but wait so yeah she goes to send the postcard and then she goes, I guess, with no money as an adult. Yeah. And she can't afford a stamp. No, they are what out of stamps. Do? They're out of stamps. So that's the what it is. Okay. Is I was going to say, stamps. famously, stamps are still, like, not expensive. And then she's like, <laughs> well, oh, wait, I have a stamp. <laughs> and then God, she, these Hallmark heroines are all on Valium. That, like, I know. The, and, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stamp. <laughs> yeah, so I can drive. Benzo queen. <laughs> And then she pulls a stamp. I can drive. I can drive the sleigh. <laughs> Rudolph the Benzo nightmare. So pulls out, pulls out the stamp. And I'm just thinking, okay, that's not magic. That's not Dumbledore. That's that's a shitty like, gift that somebody gave yeah. you. That's coming in kind of handy now that you want to give your niece a shitty gift in kind. Yeah, but also he just made, he like, suggested, kids don't run out to the post. You know, he suggested you send a postcard. Well, that's true. <laughs> and then you had a stamp. He on stole you. all the stamps. Yeah, that I don't was know. How he did the trick. <laughs> I don't know how he could guarantee that they were out of yeah. stamps, but I wouldn't put it past him to buy them out. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't magic. know. It's like because the thing is, all the magic that happens here, the thing that happens later with the ornament, it's like there's a catastrophe that means his gift comes in handy. 
That's it. Yeah, it's almost he, exactly bad like happens. when. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. They, when David soldier. Copperfield made the Statue of Liberty and therefore all of our freedom disappear for a few yeah. minutes. <laughs> he is took that it happened? away and then he yeah. gave it. That is what happened. Yes. Wow. Oh, but so it. then she runs into this guy, this bland, 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 bland man. And then this is since I had missed Jason. the private prior scene. He says Wait, to her. Jason or the yeah, tow truck Jason. driver? Jason. Whose name I don't know. So okay. he says hot cider. And she says spare change lady. Right? And I was like, what yeah. the fuck does that mean? Does that because mean? I okay, had missed the scene. It wasn't just me. No, but I did see mm-hmm. the scene and I didn't understand why she said spare change lady. Yeah. And then, and then she says, "Are you Jason?" He said, "Yeah." How did you know that? And then everything about that scene was so confusing because because uh, Pastor Olivia said that she was looking my for my niece. Oh, Jason. my nephew. My nephew. My nephew. <laughs> Sorry, actually, I made that mistake while watching the movie too because there is a niece thing going on at the same time. But yeah, lots it, of my nephew nieces and oh, nephews yeah. that they can't depend on. My nephew. And then Jason he's like, "My nephew." <laughs> well, fat chance that's rich. Believe it when I see it that he'll come around to this town and I'll have him for Christmas. But no. So it turns out that the reason... Yeah, Pastor Quinn Medicine Woman's nephew has finally come around. (laughs) So it turns out the reason that LJ wants to go uh, to Yuletide Springs, uh, which, by the way, we didn't need this at all because it could have just been that she... I mean, she's clearly obsessed with Christmas, so that could have been reason enough. But she wants to go to Christmaston because she has an ornament (laughs) that is related in some way. I guess she made it. Um uh, oh, I the, think she the, made her it. Tor, Lo, Lori Joe, LJ yeah. short for Lori Joe's LJ, ornament. Yeah. She and her grandmother yes. made that ornament. Yeah. And, oh, and she was a little girl. Right. And they always wanted to go hang it on the tree. So now. And so now she, that's what she's going to go do. God, so that thing's been lit up drunk. since she was a little girl. <laughs> that thing, well, what? It's been lit? The it's ornament lit. has been a light since she oh, was a yeah, little girl. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, love that, was... that it was electronic. Well, that really takes the magic out yeah. of it for me. We uh, we had electricity when I was young. Really? <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I just Gen Z, lucky what can you. you. Do? I love that Jack is like leaning so hard into being Gen Z, even though it, he's cusp. Yeah, I'm cusp, and <laughs> you're frankly, barely Gen Z, and he's like, oh my I, god, what's a tape cassette? Yeah, I fit in a lot better with the <laughs> you the generation know. that's all dead now. Actually, that's the generation I'm from. Any t- p- take your pick. The people from the 1500s. Yeah, because yes, that's where I actually belong. Anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, then basically these people, and I don't even know what this scene was about, but they're like, the, there was a scene, and maybe I'm missing something, but who cares? There was a scene <laughs> where it was just four people, the, the four main characters now, because it's Tori, Lori, Joe, not Carl, and Jason, wandering <laughs> mm-hmm. around in the woods in the dark. And I was just like, this is what this yeah. movie is. More it's just true four, crime. No, we didn't it was get just that four, four people in the woods feeling around for Christmas. Trying to hack into the mainframe, only to be surrounded by lame Christmas lights that look just okay. Yeah, and spoiler, that is what spoiler this... they actually do not find Christmas. No. And that is what this movie is about. But that, that happens later. Um, because first, I mean, the the pastor sees Jason, and she, it's, uh, she's treating him like she's her like great-grandmother, or his great-grandmother, even though, they, to me, they looked 10 years apart Yeah, in age. definitely. Um, but uh, so then it turns out... Santa's next stop, I think. No, no, no. They're in Gingerbread Glen. That's where they are. That's oh the town God. they're in. It's called Gingerbread Glen because everything. How are they Christmas not all night. Christmas all year round? This if is they're making called sense. Gingerbread, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But whatever. They're in Gingerbread Glen, and it turns out that Grandma probably would have liked any of these damn fucking towns. She probably only just heard about the one. Oh, probably wouldn't care. 
Well, so Zach, um, the tow truck driver, he's delivering a box that nobody ordered. Which oh again, my god! Santa yeah, did I guess? He, I forgot. He has to show up again. He shows up again. He shows up, and this yeah. is when it's more Gilmore Girls vibes because there's like a sassy female mechanic who's like, "I didn't order no rotary plugs," <laughs> and then he's like, "He's like, well, I got a box full of them for you," and then she's just like, "Well, I don't want them," and then LJ, short for Lori Joe, comes over and she's just like. Not Carl? What are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know. I have a box full of nothing <laughs> that I'm supposed to deliver to this, whoa, female mechanic. And then, so he's just there. Yeah, so he he's there. But and they he... are walking distance from Yuletide Falls at this point. Because no, this is they're not. from whence they try well, to walk. Well, they're no, still they, they hours. Told about a whole... No, they're not. I'll explain that part. Okay. Because I, I, okay. I, I didn't get it at first and I had to go back. Good. So Please, um, go. So basically, they go to the they go to the I mean, uh, Lori, Joe, and Zach. They hang out. They decide to hang out, and they go to the church and meet up with the rest of the main characters. And uh, such as they are, yeah. When they're all there, they all meet and whatever. And uh, Santa, well, Pastor Olivia knows that Santa left, and they're wondering where he went. And uh, so they say that out loud, and then Olivia's like, "Well, um, he left this behind." Actually, he's. She says, he said you left this at the cafe, and it's just stuff that he left for them, which is just weird. But it's a note giving the directions to the shortcut he said he knew to Yuletide Springs. Yeah. It's, and yes. The way he and leaves a, and, and comes is just so And a brochure icky. for a place called the Enchanted it says, Forest. be present or something. Yes, it does. Uh-huh. It says be present. So it's a so brochure bossy. for the place called the Enchanted Forest. So the, the order he's giving them is now you can get there still on time. Uh, because I've given you the instructions that will help you get there faster. So keep these and stay another night here in this in gingerbread glen and go to the enchanted forest where nobody else will be and you'll have to Okay. Yeah. So um they By the they... way, the Enchanted Forest was a very famous little amusement park uh, outside of Baltimore. I think it might have been yeah. Ellicott City. It is Ellicott City. So of my childhood, I had birthday parties there, yeah, but it was creepy enough to later make it into a Johnny Depp John Waters film. And I used but to it explore was, it its was... ruins all the time. Oh, sad. Yeah, you Very cool. Okay. You you brought me a piece of wood from it, I, I think. Did. I did. Anyway, I some painted wood. Yes. Blue. So, carry on. So the 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 quartet is wandering into the enchanted forest and um they they're just having their little paired off discussions and it turns out that uh Lori Joe and Zach both decorate in October, which makes them both equally insane. So that's good for each <laughs> other. Um and then I have here and I don't remember what this is, but the way I've written it is uh Jason quote teaches her a quote lesson about family. Uh, I don't remember what that is was. Is this when they're walking to the Enchanted Forest? Yes, yes. It's so stupid. And this is when I just started ignoring the scene and wrote what I would do it instead. And I wrote this, as you can see, very long paragraph about how I would fix this movie. But, yeah. Bland, 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 bland man starts explaining to kind of baby woman who, like, what, <laughs> like, what, what, what ought to be. I mean, all the... Ugh. Well, they're all shooting. My note is, ooh, Jason is so zen. He's got a lesson for Tori. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is shooting lessons from the hip. I mean, like, Santa's Out trying to teach everybody everything about, uh, he's trying to educate these women on work-life balance, and I, I don't know what makes him qualified. He works one day a year. He hasn't been able so. to visit <laughs> his pastor aunt in his entire adult life, apparently, so I don't know where he's coming. But she is sure fond of him. 
well, her long lost. Oh no, she was nephew. she was ex- she was about to collapse. She was about to collapse into tears. It was yeah. insane. She was well overacting that part. I think. Yeah. Um, so the lights need a code to be turned on, and you know how it usually is when you go to an attraction in a town. You're the only ones there. It's completely dark, and you have to turn everything on by using a code. Um, <laughs> so that's how it usually Wait. is. And then they realize, wait, Santa gave me a fortune cookie. Maybe it has a code in it. And you open it up and it says something. It's got the numbers from Lost. I think it says be present and it has the numbers on the back. Yeah, but they were so amazed that it had numbers on the the back, which they all do. Yeah, that wasn't. You only only be amazed once that works. And then it it did. And then it was like, oh, my God, look, it looks like we're in the back of a Michaels. And then it was just like, (laughs) okay. Here we are, and then <laughs> it's very bright. It was just, and then they just like, but not oh even not. It was just off brand. I really, it was just so, so just barely Christmas song. And then they just like took a bunch of pictures. Yeah. Like, well, they took a lot of selfies. That was a yeah. They just did, did a little oh, pic, a little your, their classic Hallmark pic montage pictures. They also mm-hmm. th- that was initiated by the quote that was on. I just I realized I have it written down here that was written on. The fortune cookie, which is, you didn't come this far only to come this far, which I think right. you was know, correct. All the these extended bossy. quote is, you came this far because I told you to. Yeah, exactly. Bossy, out of pocket, out of pocket. Every <laughs> single one of these people, but mostly Santa. Everything that has happened so far has happened because a strange old man who wants to murder them has manipulated their path so that everything that has happened to them has happened to them. He's responsible for every step of the plot. It yeah, is very it strange. is just it, it's not coincidence. It's not magic. Well, it is magic though. Also, well, unless it's unless he has a machine printer and has printed a fortune cookie and put it, and he also makes fortune cookies and he's done that and he's also driven all the way did. there and put the order in. Like, hey, there is he has to be omniscient to do this. <laughs> yeah, but he did. He did, but that's because. Well, but it's so also. But if he is, maybe Santa's a creep. Sa- can we? But that's what I'm saying. I think that that's what I'm saying is that <laughs> well, like he's the not ma- Santa. He is Santa, and Spoiler he's a creep. alert. That's what I'm saying. But that's he's what I'm saying is that if he is Santa. Santa, and that's what his magic is, it's creepy. Yeah. It's really awful, exactly. terrible, not magic feeling magic. It's just manipulation that he has like access to shit that I don't like that he has access to. So to that point, they say, "How did he do this?" And LJ says, "You don't know by now." And then someone you says, haven't gotten it. His name is Chris Kringle, and he can control everything we do. And I really hated that because. Well, and then somebody we says, are his somebody, puppets. Somebody says he's a magician. That's their answer. But I hated it because. Yes, and I have I have a note here that Cindy Busby has got to be sick of widening her eyes with realization. <laughs> <laughs> I but just they, and she says the only alternative is that he's Santa. And I was like, my note is no. There's a terrifying possibility that he's really fucking with you yeah and he led you to the middle of the woods to kill you exactly like, i realized uh, also at this point that jason's voice uh matt wells voice sounds exactly like ryan gosling's oh my god he looked a oh. little bit i noticed that he kind of looked a little bit, little bit, bit really like, him. like him he looks a little bit like his dad or something i had yeah. noticed that too but i didn't want to mention it because again i didn't want to you know sully i, I don't know it just that's well, a I nice thing too. we have talked endlessly about how much we love ryan gosling oh yeah so it's not <laughs> Yeah, or Beth, the notebook Beth is really chat. tired of that. Welcome to the notebook. Welcome with, to the no- welcome <laughs> to notebook get down with Paige and Jack. <laughs> this can be called this podcast can be called Why Isn't It in a Notebook? Yeah, That's the Notebook really featuring the Paige notebook. and Jack and making Beth watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> so LJ does seem to believe he's Santa, but not in a way that seems logical at all. It seems like she just at some point, like she was just dazed and confused and didn't really care what was going on. And then at some point she was like, oh, he's Santa. I get it. You guys don't get it. He's Santa. And it's like. <laughs> 
and man, and these he, drugs are really hitting. Yeah, so they take some selfies in the enchanted forest, which sounds like a great place to be doing. I the think drugs they were also playing yeah. hide and seek, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh, yeah. silly, silly. I kept finding the two male leads confusing at distance. It was hard to tell which one was which for me. Um, then they have the all not all who wander are lost, but in fact they are. <laughs> um, and uh, a carriage <laughs> arrives that's looking for Chris Bronstadt. Oh my God! And again with the Chris's already. Mm-hmm. So, but I've got, not that we don't know what which Chris that is, because again, yeah. not, and that's the other thing. Yes, okay, not that it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Santa Chris Kringle Chris Bronstadt here could have bought all the stamps from that postal shop. Not that he couldn't have made that, but if he did, he could have made that fortune cookie. People make fortune cookies; they're not made from a tree. Yeah. He could have made that fortune, <laughs> and like he could have done all these things. He certainly could have called a carriage out into the middle of the freaking forest but this manipulating magician that's all so i mean yeah so now the guy's like well you wouldn't be looking for a ride to town right. now would you which is also and how about a ride back to freak out and yeah i've been hired by somebody to come out here and i didn't find him in the first five seconds of asking the first people i saw so why don't you just get in instead um, I would have been hanging back, citing all kinds of scenes from horror movies, yeah. making jokes about that commercial where everybody's like, let's hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> because this was crazy. It seemed like a scene from a horror movie or an episode of Always Sunny. That's yes. what it seemed like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, then they get to back to town, I guess back to Gingerbread Glen, and then they're going to go in the morning, I guess. Well, and then she that's when the this movie gave me its first come with. Oh, I have it written down. That's not quite yet. Yeah, well. But I did have it written down. <laughs> um, but she invites, uh, LJ invites Zach to stay, to go with them to. To come with. To come, to come with, to Christmastown. And um, he doesn't want to go on account of he needs to tow people. And if he doesn't tow people for two days, oh, then he no said one people will. Really, yeah. He said people really depend on me, especially this time of year. Yeah. And my note is, I'll say, according to this season of Hallmark, <laughs> tow truck drivers are the most important people there are. Yeah, yeah. they don't even have to have FedEx. Yeah, also, like. But they, he remember how he had to deliver that thing. So if it absolutely, positively <laughs> has to be there overnight, oh, yeah. forget FedEx, call a tow truck driver. I hadn't even thought about why he was delivering something. Yeah, and based on the time and hours from. It sounds like what they're actually driving. I mean, I think they said it at some point how long it was going to take but i feel like it seems like they're driving all throughout this whole movie the distance of like two hours yeah uh that's why it's so easy to go back and forth and why santa can manipulate over and over again but also i don't think that one thing it seems like hallmark i have a note here written she says come with which i'm only writing in case Paige notices <laughs> of course i'll notice mm-hmm. it's just the one thing about hallmark and their towing is that they really hone in on the fact <laughs> that to- towing that they hone in on the fact that toe i was gonna say toe artists <laughs> toe artists that's a different okay. thing so that and that'll be on our patreon <laughs> that towing <laughs> that people who tow only tow people out of really it like about like that they tow people and it's like saving their lives yeah. but people who tow people are also like really really like they're towing people because their car is where it shouldn't be, and then they like have to spend three hundred fifty dollars to get it out of impound. And it's fifty dollars more every day they don't get it. Yeah, stuff. like, like tow. Like t- when I oh think no, of a tow it's truck, more on both counts. Yeah, to- yeah when towing, I think yeah. about tow trucks, I think about like you towing my car because you're an asshole. I don't think about like I. I mean, I know that they do yeah. both, but like Hallmark chooses only to look at the one side of tow tow trucks. But if they're only forcing me to look this hard at it because they're putting tow trucks in every movie. Yep. So. uh... 
I have a note here, though, that I feel like, I don't know, just feels like the place where I put it, is that I don't know what we're wondering. What is the, spe- you know, the suspense here? Is she going to get you? Is she going to get Well, I wasn't wondering that, though. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 there was no, everybody's just kind of rolling along with whatever happens. Yeah. And, oh, by wild coincidence, I run into you again here. And it's just, let's go play hide and seek in the forest. <laughs> you know, it's like there's no there's no ticking time bomb as far as we know. There's no, you know, yeah, she wants to take her ornament to Yuletide Falls where it's Christmas every day. I don't know. I just, there was, that was the big problem with this movie, though, was that there was no suspense, no conflict, no problem. They're just driving. So go on. It actually, it is called Yuletide Springs. And I also had a note about why the hell would oh. you, that sounds not very Christmassy. Why isn't it called, I don't know, off the top of my head, Glenn. Gingerbread Glen? <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway. Um, well, so then they say come with, and then a well, few they, minutes later they say going with. Yes, that's right, because I have that written down too, yeah, mm-hmm. so just for First you. First I'm going to notice. Uh, because that's um, Tori, well, she misses a work call and whatever. Because she's going to get freaking fired because she's not doing she her doesn't, job. she does she? Doesn't that not come up after this? No, she's like, they're going to fire me if I don't answer this phone call. He said he would, and then she, her toxic friend, LJ Short for Lori Joe, <laughs> is like, just don't answer. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. And it's like, why? Is ma- is manager bun that bad? He didn't so, seem great. So the boys are talking and um, Jason, who's already decided to just do whatever, says to Zach, why don't you just tell her you're going with? <sighs> um, so then Jason's going with and uh, they pull over. They pull over on the side of the road. It's the same exact place. The long and draining road. It is the same road. (laughs) Uh, It looks completely identical, um, which seems crazy because, you know, it's a road. You could pull just a little further up on that road. shoot it a different way. Yeah, but uh, they didn't. So they pull over in the same place on the same side of the same road. Uh, So then that that happens, and then I don't know why they pulled over because apparently that's all I have written here. And then they keep driving into Christmastown where everyone's putting up Christmas decorations. So it seems like maybe they don't celebrate Christmas year-round, and everything that's up looks temporary. Yeah, it's insane. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. So they meet the mayor, because that's requisite. Mayors are so big in Hallmark movies. Yep, they sure are. Mm. So she recaps the movie to the mayor in case anyone just walked (laughs) in. Um, (laughs) And then she's trying to hang the ornament, but she falls insanely dramatically from a six-inch floor. Oh, wait. And she gets knocked out. I had a note here. It looks like the Chiron advertising Christmas in Heidelberg caused the fall. Oh, my God. I, know. <laughs> I guess that, <laughs> That's funny. So it shows up right under the rung of the ladder, and then she's like, whoa. So that must be a dangerous movie. Oh, my God. I'm I know. I'm excited about that one. I know. I, I filmed it because I want to include it on our Instagram carousel because it was so <laughs> crazy. And, again, I had to watch it many times because then she bursts it took into a long tears. Time. And then when they're having a scene after that and they're talking about it because she presents it, my ornament broke, my ornament broke. And then and then her friend Tori is like, well, your grandmother's spirit wasn't in that ornament, right? Because I guess she's just started to believe <laughs> in freaking sure. anything at this point. But also, if it was, it's right. free now. So I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like, and then again, they see Santa's truck pull up and then. He starts talking, and then and then he's just like says, "Well, I know a guy with a tow truck." And then, Lori L J short for Lori Joe in a really demanding way is like, "What tow truck? What tow truck?" 
And then she <laughs> runs off. It's like, girl, you know what tow truck, but maybe not because there are a lot of tow trucks about this time of year. What? And she, then I just thought this stuff that happened important. to these four adults is manipulation, not magic. And then decided yep. this movie is about a man. <laughs> That's all. She oh. does get genuinely knocked um, unconscious, what? by the way, which I think is an interesting choice. And, and so nobody's really worried about how she might slip into a coma because she's definitely concussed. But she and with all the benzos she's on, they need to worry about her blood loss. Yes. So she broke an ornament and then her friend, she's she's sobbing like a toddler. I mean, it, she couldn't she's have seen more toddler she's like a it baby, was crazy. baby. And her friend says, let's get another one. And she says, OK, and stops crying. And then, well, no, she. They have a voucher. They have a voucher. That no, but she says okay. That's how yeah. she agree. That's how the crying stops. But then it turns <laughs> okay. out Santa's here. Santa's here. Zach towed Santa's sleigh, uh, and the mayor knows Santa's real name, and it's Chris Bronstad, and uh, he says he's a magician, and talks about the Statue of Liberty thing. Yeah. Uh, and everybody says, I don't understand how he could have done that. And the mayor basically says, I know audience, but ignore it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Santa knows a place to stay, um, and they go then to what this movie was insanely named after. Well, because it was clearly they wanted. Okay, yeah. so then, so Santa gave them a voucher, like a gift card for this store, and they're like, "Wait, it's that, it's that," and it's called E. Uh, it's called E C E A T. I wrote it down. Yeah, I have it. And so I do too. E -C -E -A -T. It's E C E A T. And then it's called Everything T -T. Christmas, Everything, Everything Christmas Everywhere All the Time. And then least uh, it's very movie. obvious they wanted to call this movie Everything Christmas Everywhere All the Time because they wanted to call it yeah. like ev after Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. But in that case, why not call it Everything Everywhere All at Christmas? Because that's funny. Er, it's all mm -hmm. stupid. Makes but it doesn't because then it's, a, it's like then it's at a time and it doesn't. Yeah. And then it turns out. But that clearly her like somebody wouldn't let that go and wouldn't let that happen. And so they went with Everything Christmas. And then maybe that brings to mind the everything bagel. Yeah. And then you're supposed to think about the bagel from everything everywhere all at once, which, oh, my God. So then they go they bagel. go inside. I don't remember the it's bagel. It's a whole thing. The whole, you don't remember the bagel and everything everywhere all at once? I've only seen it twice. I know. I was just going to say, you saw that movie twice. Four times. It's one yeah, of my favorite movies. Movie. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, they walk in, and it turns out there's a carbon copy of the exact – uh, ornament that she made with her grandmother, which makes me wonder if she actually made it with her grandmother. Or but her mom just, or her grandmother just bought it from someplace. And but if she did, just like how so I always, the, just like how I always remember, like how Daddy made the best shrimp scampi I ever had in my life, and then spent a lot of my childhood <laughs> trying to get him to recreate it, and then he spent a lot of time making like really nice, really fancy shrimp scampi for me from scratch. And I think that like only as an adult did I put together that he just made me CPAC shrimp scampi, <laughs> and it was really, really, really good and salty and delicious, and. So You're then she hangs the ornament. <laughs> okay, no, she finds the ornament yeah. for the bargain price of $32.52. Yeah. What is my note? No, 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 no. No, Hallmark, no. We are not going to encourage this inflation by normalizing a $32.52 with tax. Well, I'm about to put out a Christmas ornament. ornament. I'm about to put a, out a Christmas ornament that's not that far off that price. So let's not go <laughs> no, no th what I'm saying is... Oh come on! You saw this one. Everybody saw yeah. this one. I did do. I did well, do. I did. Really I did, I did I do an illustration for mine. So a lot of energy. Well, no, of course there are special <laughs> ones. But I'm saying for this, this is like when you go to Target and they have the really cute ones for like three yeah. bucks, two bucks, five well, bucks. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you it's know, a crazy thing. Just like that'll be thirty-two fifty. Why I does it matter when he gave her the coupon for the gave her the coupon for it anyway? Exactly. Yeah, he gave her the coupon for the exact amount of money that it was. 
which the short store owner who clearly is in cahoots with this guy to make thirty dollars at the end of all this says, "Well, I'll be." Well, are we? Well, I'll be thirty-two fifty-two. So then they put the damn. But is thirty-two fifty-two spell something like boobs on the calculator? (laughs) If you turn it upside down, like what? Numerology. hmm. They put the ornament. They put the ornament on the tree, and then my final note is great. It's over. (laughs) And that's it. I. What do you guys think? I hated this movie. My final note, my final note was the kiss. All Tori and Jason get is a head on the shoulder. Oh, that's true. That's what it is. They to be, seemed a, a lot more involved. Yeah. I did not enjoy this movie. Not one bit. Mm-mm. Really bad. The highest, it was really bad. The highest praise I had for this movie was that it had color in it. Did have some <laughs> amount of color. I mean, the Enchanted Forest was white completely. It was lit like a department store, but. No, that's well, a high, before it's too the high lights came too. on. <laughs> it was lit like I a Michael. I thought they were beautiful. I I thought that when they were walking through the moonlit forest before they found mm-hmm. the lights and all, I thought that was beautiful. I thought they did a lot of atmosphere really well for this movie. The set people, congratulations. Congratulations. But, I mean, to and you. I normally, but I mean, like, I don't know. And it's really nothing against the actors or anything. They couldn't have done anything with this, mm-hmm. but. I, it's just so yeah everybody was fine just, it wasn't that like because me calling that man bland 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 wasn't because there's was anything written. wrong with him it was just like his he had no he served no purpose in this movie and it's just like you know we're about to go to how do you fix it but it's just like you just yeah. have to make it a different movie but it's just like like that guy was not gonna be able to bring some sort of magic to that character that it just can't it doesn't exist there's no nobody could have done their job better as an individual to make this better it's just diff. He's not bland. He's just written that way. Yeah, exactly. Well, how would you fix it? Yeah. Well, I mean, with the preface that it couldn't be fixed because there's no plot. I mean, it's just like start over, come up with a plot. But <laughs> that's what they do but, every week. They- yeah, yeah. But if she <laughs> well, wanted the special, if the, she needed the quest, like for one thing, for fuck's sake, if she made this ornament with her grandmother when she was a child and they always wanted to go why didn't they just go to ohio it's pretty close to everything in the united states because it's ohio so what you know like we didn't need that what if she had had a present that her grandmother had wanted to deliver to her childhood best friend in her hometown of christmas town i don't care it could have been still that but please get this to her so we didn't have this, that would just, be cute. you know, sort of nebulous, you know, I've got to get there to hang this ornament that's symbolic, that's, that's objectively simple and silly. And we know it was plastic anyway. It couldn't have broken. We all have seen those. Michaels has yeah. loads of those fillable ornaments. So, I mean, I just think I would have done that. And, and also I had, you know, again, assuming we wanted to fix this. There's no reason in the world that everybody couldn't have just been heading to the same town and and, and then had their, you know, adventures. They didn't need to have two chance meetings at two breakdown towns on the way. I don't get it. I don't get why they did that. It was a weird choice. I don't get how anybody in the Hallmark universe drives at all with cars being as unreliable as they are. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't think we saw the tow truck actually tow anyone, though, did we? I mean, like he just drives that thing around like it doesn't get six miles to the yeah, island. We've also you never know? seen a car on a highway, so maybe there aren't any because yeah. of that. There is no but 70. But he didn't need yeah. to be all those different places because he was being FedEx when he was delivering the unnecessary blah, 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 to Mrs. Blah, blah. You know, yeah. it just, I don't get it. I just don't get it. How did this 
get made? Good question. I wonder we should if there's start anybody a podcast who, called that. I wonder if there's anybody who could answer yeah. that. <laughs> no, what did, what, well, what I did can't. you think, Paige? Okay, so I would fix this. I would make this a comedy. I would have made the one friend. I would have made LJ short for Lori Joe. I would have made her just as she is with a loving Christmas. I would have made her. I would have upped the fact that she was super fantastical, like big dreamer, head in the clouds, doesn't date because she's like, I will only love Santa. <laughs> I will only love. I have a vision in my head of this perfect dream man. And until I meet a guy who is like, he's tall, he's broad. He basically is like Prince Charming. She he's like got a long white beard. <laughs> That's funny, though. But like she's got this version in her head of just like this absolutely sarcastic, like, you know, romance novel, Prince Charming kind of version of a guy that just doesn't exist, you know. And so like the other friend is worried about her. She's like, God, she's never going to meet this like perfect guy. You just don't meet guys like that. Like and she's got and she's kind of jaded. She's like the true crime person who's like, you don't can't trust anybody. People aren't like that, whatever. And then their car doesn't break down, but they are somewhere you know and whatever and i would just put them you know maybe like i said they are on their way somewhere and they end up in this town that is all christmas and the girl is delighted she's like oh my god we're totally staying here i know that i agreed to go to mexico with you but i'm so glad we're here we're just gonna stay here this is so great i'm so glad that our plane got you know we can't get on the plane because of this reason so she's like Okay, we're going to stay here. And then she meets this Prince Charming. And she's like, oh, my God, he's here. We found him. And it's in Christmasville. And then she's like, oh, my God, this really is happening. And she's, like, over here with, like, this Ken doll platonic ideal. And he's, like, she's – so there. she's really there to, to just be, like, in this sarcastic sort of cartoon, perfect Hallmark movie romance, right? She's kind of there in the joke. Oh, so it's really about Tori, about Victoria with a K. Right. And so then Tori's there kind of being swept along maybe with that guy's best friend or with some other guy in town who's kind of like a bumbling, sort of just not, you know, doesn't seem perfect, whatever. He's also jaded. He doesn't, he's always also supposed to be on the plane or something else. And they're kind of just the cynics who are there together and they keep running into each other and they're there kind of like, just I would just make it a comedy with like them being kind of like the Scrooge Scrooges together or whatever, and then like they kind of get swept along with this other guy, you know, like maybe he's friends with the other guy or he's he's the brother of the handsome guy, and they're supposed to be going because it was like their third brother's wedding in Mexico, and they can't go because of this reason, and so like I don't know, I would just throw these people together in this sort of like you know snow day sort of episode sort of bottle episode yep. them in an, yeah. in a bed and breakfast and have them in this sort of situation perhaps and on make an it island a, eh, well i did watch that movie and it wasn't it wasn't what i'm talking about no. although i do recognize the similarities but yeah i would put them in like sort of a bed and breakfast sort of situation <clears throat> where they're all spending time together and like make it sort of just like the crisscross romance kind of thing and like lori joe's out here getting her like happy ending swelling the doves are being released and then like Tori is having this much different sort of more practical real life thing happening. That would have been interesting. I just think that would have been fun and it wouldn't have been really that different. You could have rewritten this very script and changed it to that. And it could have been really atmospheric. You could have had some gorgeous cooking, a beautiful Hallmark kitchen. They do that wonderfully. Yeah. And, you know, they could have done a lot of the good stuff. And and yeah, and it is possible to get snowed into a place. Well, and it would have been very funny if I think that I don't know if Hallmark would do this, but if you were doing it as a real movie or maybe Hallmark (laughs) would do this because, again, Santa Summit maybe blew my top off a little bit. So I think maybe you never know what they're going to do. It would be very funny to have Lori Joe in a scene with her 
like his super handsome guy saying something and then you see it from Tori's perspective and you put true crime under the scene and then it looks really creepy <laughs> and then it's just like you see their oh. two perspectives and that's very funny right that would be very I like funny. that and then you and then you see it from like and maybe she shares that with like the like she can be telling that to the guy and she's like oh I do see I do see it like and yeah, then she, I mean, he's like knows? but I he's my brother like he's he can trust him or whatever she's like okay and that's why she's fine with her her friend going off with yes. him well, who, who yes. knows what's actually possible with them at this point obviously and you know we didn't we're we're necessarily pedantic on this show the whole concept of us talking about how we could fix something that's been made in 15 days usually includes By people spending more than 15 are days more qualified than us yeah. anyway so yeah. it's fine <laughs> oh yeah yeah acknowledged yeah but this bit sucks. this is a perfect yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's i didn't true. enjoy it yeah well i think we can speak with authority as viewers mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah i didn't enjoy it and i i really thought i was going to really went into it with a good attitude and to be honest i've liked cindy busby in other movies so I thought, oh, it's one of the veteran, you know, actors. This, this is going to be yeah. one of the good ones. These heroes didn't just... do it for me. I think that, that took away from, from it for me a little bit. For sure. But also the whole concept and everything and every scene and every moment of watching it. <laughs> so, yeah. This weekend didn't hasn't hasn't really done anything for me so far, but I'm holding out for People for have the Heidelberg. accents in the next one, so I'm excited about that. Oh, to me, so far, the ads for the Heidelberg holiday or Heisenberg, whatever it's supposed to be, <laughs> so far it looks like a foreign language film about an unwell woman, so I'm not sure what to expect about it. I just oh, know people man. have accents. I have seen. Yeah, it that. looks beautiful. I know it's filmed on location, and she seems to be bilingual, and that seems fun. Yes. Well, Elaine was telling me, my sister was telling me to go to Heidelberg. She said it was the most beautiful, cleanest city she ever went to. Oh, wow. When I was, you know, pretty close to there. So I'm looking forward to that, except for that I feel like I've seen the whole movie now because they keep showing different clips constantly. Different five-minute-long scenes. Yeah. Yes. So I just like, oh, they're just going to gonna see how they sew them together. Yeah. I wish they wouldn't do that. But I am looking forward to that one. Speaking of being sewn together. Yep. That brings us to our Instagram. So that you can find us on Instagram at Nameless Best Friends, and from there you can take us to it. It'll take you to our subsequent Instagrams. Uh, and uh, yeah, does anybody have anything to plug? I know Jack, you have an album coming out. I do. My my new my third album is coming out on November twenty third, which I think is Thanksgiving, which I didn't realize when I made it that. Um, it's uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's called Killing Her. It's you can gonna... download it and listen to it on the plane back home. Yeah, or while you're you know, families arguing. And it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere that you listen to music. It's it's a, it's a big old album. I'm on it too. Yeah, that's right. Paige has a whole song on it. Hmm. So give that a listen. I am not on it, but if you like to read funny fiction, look for Beth Harbison Books wherever you buy your books. Yeah, I have books too. And you can just follow me on Instagram and I do one minute comedy videos that are not always Hallmark, but a lot of them are Hallmark. And I'm going to be doing those all holiday seasons. So <laughs> that's Hooray, fun. I love We've them. We've got plenty more of these on the way as well. Oh, yeah. We're doing every single one. Oh, and yeah. I think right after this, we're going to we're gonna do a little chat. And we're going to finalize some of our Patreon stuff. So we're going to be announcing some of that really soon. So stay tuned. And, yeah, happy holidays. Good night. I love you. Oh, goodbye. I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 